0: season two episode 10 the finale is out old friends new frontiers we're here to talk about it i've seen all two seasons you've seen just this episode i'm very interested as someone who's just jumped into this show what you thought Well, I was hoping to get from the finale some aliens. That's all I wanted to see, because- So you knew this was an alien show? Yeah, well- Because it's called Invasion. The past few weeks you had kept telling me you were watching Invasion, and it's no secret that this show has a huge group of people that point it lightly, don't think too highly of it. There is, this is the rare community, the rare audience where there's just a contempt for this show's existence. The silent majority may be people who love it, but they're not the people (laughs) who are talking about it on the internet. Across the platform, even with critics, I'm lowballing 70% of people who are tuning in hate Watch It. For this season or for both seasons? For both seasons. Even the first season gets a little bit more love, but it, as a whole, I think that most people dislike both equally. Um, it's got an insanely high budget $200 million for the first season. I believe it's around that for the second season as well. They killed off their most popular cast member in the pilot. They showed someone swimming in the vacuum of space. That's when I tuned out. Uh, They decided to film season one in the dark. And I mean that like every episode felt like they just used no lighting. Uh, Spent season two zeroed in on the stupidest relationships that you could have. But I think the pinnacle was the love triangle between three middle schoolers. They drained their entire soundtrack on one song, which they played incessantly, almost killing david bowie's like uh space oddity so major tom okay yeah yes <laughs> and then they explained jack shit about the aliens which uh, i thought that you might be able to tell just based I am, off the finale i am shocked out of all those things that this had 200 million dollars the most because this did not look like it i mean this is apple's budget. this is like its foundation it's like any of its i other was going to know it's a, TV yeah, apple tv produces silo foundation for all mankind and even things like severance and the sci-fi. invasion, on Felt so low budget to me. Like the aliens looked like PS2 monsters. The aliens have adapted to look worse. In the first season, they actually looked cooler to me because they were just big balls that could, they were like squishy, but they also had these like weird projectile arms that they could throw out there. And then in season two, because the humans found out that they were susceptible to fire. They adapted halfway through and turned into, like, Demogorgon, (laughs) and they called them Hunter Killers. Like, you could have come up with any name for them, and they called them Hunter Killers. They refer to them that in this episode, too. They also have this really—and this isn't a problem with the show. It was a problem with the uh, timing—Rapidly Aging Children, Mm -hmm. where in the first season, the kids were actually a little bit more likable the group of middle schoolers had more of a captivating storyline because their bus crashes and then they're all like kind of stuck down there and you're wondering how they're going to survive during an alien apocalypse. It was unclear at that point that anyone was super duper special. We didn't know about Casper being the chosen one. It was just him, Jamila, Monty, and the rest of the crew. And Monty was straight up just a bully to Casper. He didn't have a crush on Jamila at the time. And they had the arc where he actually turned into sort of a nice, he apologized for being a at the end of the first season, he actually meant it. He actually wanted to be friends with Casper. But then this season rolls around. He gets a huge crush on Jamila. He And, and he spends the entire time that he meets Casper again because they go on this search to go find him because Casper apparently died in the first season, but not Wait, really. Wait, he died? Yeah, like we watch him die uh, after going into a coma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, but obviously he's not dead dead. But then at the same time, he's sort of an alien. That was the big twist here that we got. Well, he he's needed to like open this portal, right? Yeah, okay. Well, we'll get into that in a second. But yeah, the plot just doesn't seem to move. It doesn't even seem to run in circles. It's not doing the Walking Dead thing where you get one good episode every five. Uh, it also doesn't give you a reason why. Because there's the split in the first season that happens where you've got the army that's fighting the aliens the world army they've like banded together and it's all over the place but And then you also have this faction of rebels who decide to start fighting the army. But you're not really ever given a reason why you should hate the army. And so it doesn't make it... The resistance is what they're called. But they're resisting what? The fact that they're trying to kill the aliens? Well, the first half of this... I, I want to comment on the slow pacing. Yeah. The first half of this episode has nothing going on. It just keeps That's introducing how you felt? characters. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about the characters. We can go through the episode... Point by point, I think the first people we see is, it's Mitski, right? Mitski and Maya. And yeah. Mitski is tapping herself into the aliens. What you need to know is that there are some special people that are in the world. A lot of them are kids. But then you also have Mitski. So that explains how we lost... see teenagers later on closing their eyes and like but meditating. But they were teens in the first one. They were tweens at all oldest uh-huh. um yeah so Mitsuki though she lost her love of her life Hinata in the first season who was a, an astronaut who goes off into space and then gets absorbed by one of the aliens and her <laughs> conscious conscience is used to contact Mitsuki through uh, wherever she works at that like NASA version in, in Japan then she's recruited by this ultra rich dude a la For All Mankind season three where she goes to work at a billionaire's place and the billionaire is the world's only hope also reminds me of that one movie don't look up where where they hire a billionaire right. to save the planet and so you have the world president who get this so the world is going into apocalypse mode and they all band together to elect one lady and she gets yeah, to madam, make, madam president and she gets to make all the decisions as if that makes sense that is she, our world is she a good would leader, be able though? to no i agree i agree president. that that's not realistic mm-hmm. but does she make good decisions she relies on whoever is talking to her if mitski's the last person to talk to her that's who they're going with she's just there to give them a sense of like time running out she's like we got to do whatever we're about to do right now but she always greenlights whatever plan it is Unless it's Trevante wanting to help, then she's like, "No, <laughs> I was, I was absolutely say, not." Yeah, Casper's thing where he wanted Trevante to actually work on the mission. I guess we'll get there. Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. So going back to Misky, she's Mitski, yep. she's, she's, she's been can... recruited, and the guy, the billionaire, died because he went straight up and tried to meet with one of the aliens, and or sort of like um, there's this alien blob that he was holding, and then he just walks right into the place to try to connect with it, and it eats him. <laughs> okay. okay. So, so, so he's dead. And um and Mitski's in charge of the place now and she's going crazy because every time that she's connecting with the alien it's kind of messing with her mind. Okay, that makes more sense cuz she says she can feel their language and I was I did not like that the line. The more she could yeah, at one point they say that she's getting online with the language too, not just the <laughs> language but the aliens that she's online now and I was just she, what is she the internet or are the are the aliens on a 5G plan? Like what what's what's her deal? Yeah. Mitski and Maya though, they're talking about a trip at a jungle that they have. Yeah, my, That's oh, oh, no. the so they're already in the Amazon they've been in the Amazon the entire time at one of the episodes because Maya is supposed to be this other love interest that they tease throughout the season because she's very concerned for Mitski um, she, and she's the one who's keeping her grounded I guess but she and Mitski enjoy like just the slight uh, like they walk off together in the jungle for like a second and then they come back. And that's what she's referring so to which supposed to be that. that small moment. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And then we cut to, I guess. But like the whole point is that Mitsuki is still trying to connect with the aliens. She has less time to do it. Once she can, they discovered in the last few episodes that there's a portal to the mothership. Which has just been floating above the earth for a really long time. And the only way to get in there, uh, apparently, is to open that portal and then, like, send people through. Yeah, Mitski's the only and one that can the open only it. one who could do it. So she's saying, the only way I can do this is if I hyper-focus, but, and then Maya's like, well, I'm going to keep you grounded. And then we go to the army base in the middle of uh, the United States. This was a worse version of Westworld. People are just hooked up to machines. They're basically brain dead. At least that's what I got from it. And then Rose- They're, they're the version. Of like Mitski's who didn't work out. Almost. Oh, okay. So are they the people? There's that, like... actually a group of them in the Amazon place too who have connected with the aliens in some way. They're they're the abductees. Who have become their brains have been like completely taken over by the aliens. Okay, that makes more sense at least. And but not have- like in the way where the aliens are are moving for them. Like with Casper, it seems like he might actually have been controlled by the aliens this entire time. That's not that these people have always been in that vegetative state. How long have people known about Project itabel though? Because uh, Idabel, that's yeah, where they I'dabelle, are. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, Trev gets there like halfway through the season. He actually breaks down into the center. I think we've seen the last few days where those missing people were, but they've been brought up kind of all season. Yeah, because Rose was talking about how she promised others that they were going to bring her home or y- bring yeah them home. And yeah. So she met the her, her husband right yeah. Um, and then immediately, Trev is able to be like, you know what? Maybe they are okay here because they've spent all this time trying to break in to get these people out. And then once they actually get there, it's, it's just like just the resistance. Yeah, it's like the resistance where they keep fighting the army, even though the army doesn't seem to be doing anything specifically terrible. They're just kind of bad at executing their thing. Like, they can't fight the aliens. but They, they can't don't. fight people. Trevante knocks out an army man, like, right away. An army man? Meeting. Yeah, an army yeah, man. Yeah, so that happens a lot. They kind of got the stormtrooper thing going on there. Uh, and then Trev recognizes Casper's voice from another room who's talking to the general and, as we talked about, the world president, and he just barges in. It's <laughs> it's it, again the soundproofing is. It, it doesn't make sense how he would have heard them, but it doesn't matter. What what? How long ago did Trev save Casper's life? Because that's first the first season. thing that I said. That, okay, so that they met the first each other season. for like a total of two or three episodes at the end there, because he makes his way back to England, um, mm-hmm. and and then. Uh, <laughs> That's where they meet up and he didn't know Casper. Casper convinces him with his journal because his journal tells the future. (laughs) Yeah, by the way, just just talking really fast. So that's Casper's ability. He's able to like draw the future. But that drawing looked like it was made by a third grader. The drawing that he made of Jamil on the moon that apparently is supposed to tell the future as well. No, you're being unfair because again, this the aging of the kids, Casper's voice dropped from season one to season two. His drawings are legit. I'm His gonna... drawings look exactly as they should for the age that he made them, um, as well as being like pretty good for that age. I have to look back at season one and see how young these kids were, because here it seemed like they were, like you were saying, just acting too, uh, too like, middle school. Yeah. Well, again, they added a story context where he was competing with Monty for Jamila, and at this point, Monty seems like he's got to win. Um, it, it, but it's infuriating because Monty's storyline again went from bully to like, okay, now we're friend, and now it's just this entire stupid hormonal <laughs> teen angsty storyline that I I really dislike. But he, at some point, Casper has reached out, or his the, the French people have been able to reach out to the world president. He's talking to the army in the U.S. and then Trevante barges in and he's like, I want to be part of this plan. What is their plan? Can you make it out? No, I couldn't okay. at all. So again, they have a portal that they want to establish using their special mind powers. That they will then walk into. They'll send some of the army people <laughs> in there. Casper will go in there too, and then they'll go into uh, the the mothership and destroy it from the inside. How is a show that has practically nothing going on have this convoluted of a plot? I, I don't know. I did, That's a that's a great question. That's not a question we can answer. Uh, Trev again has barged in. The president finally puts her foot down, and says, "Get him out of here." <laughs> so, yeah. So, but, it, but it, set him free. It made that <laughs> whole scene completely useless because yeah. General Mitchell is there. Trevante well. gets thrown into jail so many times. So uh, yeah, he goes free and he's just walking around outside. Yeah. No, no. no but the president gives him a choice. Yeah. Gives him a choice. She doesn't know anything about his background, really, besides what the general says in like two seconds. He's like, yeah, this guy broke in. She's like, well, you can either go back to your Uh cell or you can go home. I wonder which one Trevante is going to choose. Well, yeah, he all all, his season one arc was all about him trying to get home. And then he got home and then he didn't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So Monty then talks to Jamila, says, hey. The world needs you. They don't necessarily need Casper. Even look at Casper's old photo. It shows you on a different planet, right? So yes. That's that. And at that point, because he's made that same pitch so many times, we know that she's going to follow it. And because you know that in the end, Casper and Jamila are meant to be together. That that's they probably are waiting like season three, season uh. four if they get it. Um. And yeah. And then we jump over to everybody's favorite storyline. I'm being sarcastic. The rebel group, the movement. Um, I keep on calling them the resistance, but they're actually called the movement. It's led by Clark, and they are really hurting because they've lost so many people. Once they decided to ditch whatever plan that they had to start helping Anisha, so Anisha is the mom, and she has two kids of her own. She has Sarah, and she has Luke. Um, and, and Sarah was taken mid-season by the army, so she's been trying to get them back by breaking would, into why? an army base. Because they found her with a shard. And the shard is special, too. Right, the alien shard. The shard can kill aliens, but they can't make (laughs) it kill aliens. The only one who can make it kill aliens is Luke for some reason. But there's this guy who's, like, seeing this all go down, seeing the destruction that this family is bringing to the movement, how they've lost almost all their colony. And by the way, The Colony is one of the shows I would relate to this, Mm. as well as Sense8 and War of the Worlds. But this is probably the worst of all those. Uh, so there's this guy in the movement, one dude who's looking at Anisha and saying, this this lady's a problem. She's not helping us at all. We've lost so many people. And he's right. He should have left a long time ago. And he just continually gets gaslit by everyone around him who's like, what are you talking about? We have to sell, help Anisha and Sarah and all of them. Luke goes outside because he doesn't want to hear from this guy. Um, and he sees an invisible alien, right? Yeah, he's able to see what the aliens see, is what I could gauge. And no. when he, Well, he says that he gets their visions. That's true. But, like, what we see him see is, like, a portal or an alien that's, just, that's like, camouflaged. Right. And most of the aliens that we get are, like, those big hulking monster things, right? The yes. big dogs. Um, and so he, he knows that they're about to, like enter some shitty zone and that's when the army pops up because at the same time that he is seeing that invisible alien general who was talking to the president is interrogating Anisha asking her to help him find Luke so that he can so that they can work together with the shard and destroy the aliens and at that point Anisha's too mad at everything that the general and the army have done which is just taken Sarah and tried to figure out what's going on with that, to help him. You would think that if they could like kill these aliens with this shard, as you're saying, that Anisha would be able to put that aside for a second and just be like, yeah, you know what? This is how you use the shard. Anisha in season one wasn't that bad a character, at least at the beginning. The cool thing about the original story was that it didn't seem as if the long-term plot was to have them all join together and then take down the aliens. It felt like they were trying to tell us individual stories of what would happen in case aliens came uh, onto okay. Earth. So it, It's only this season where it really compounded into let's make them all work together to fight this thing. And it, it just doesn't work with her. I think it's too big of a storyline. She used to just be a doctor. And now she's tackling the whole world. So I don't blame her logic of getting like overwhelmed but if you're deciding to concentrate on her perspective for the show it does make it like what what are we doing why are we wasting time with this she says no they find luke anyways and the plan is set in place that they're going to jump onto the mothership casper goes under right like they put him they put him to sleep the kids are performing a seance. Those are supposed to be the special That, that was a seance that they were no, performing. No, I'm I I'm, mean, because she goes into, like, a yoga pose. She goes, to like, and she's meditating, and they all start chanting yeah, as if they've I been, can, like, I can I not can, I believe what I was watching at this the, point. The problem is this. Why make it the only effective way of taking down the monsters be some mental power thing? Like, if... You can't show people punching or fighting really. You get one scene like 30 minutes in where they're where they're shooting bullets at the things, which they do even though they know it doesn't work. That was the two minutes that I enjoyed at this yeah, show. We were, seeing, we were seeing alien. well not only just the action, we were seeing no, aliens we were seeing aliens like chopping down people. It was the same like uh in the same vein as something like Sharknado, at least for the first one, where you enjoy seeing just how ridiculous those scenes could get. Well, I was like, yes we're actually getting the aliens and and then after, after like having to sit through 30 minutes and then suddenly, no, it, it just like all ends at that point. Because... Well, the, th- the speed, the power, the strength, the ability, the vulnerability of the aliens is dependent on whatever is happening in the story. In the first season, it seemed like one of those little guys, not even the built up dog ones, but the one of the original alien things could take out an entire army. Like it just like zoomed right through. One but now, okay. now it seems like these guys, it takes like, 15 of them I think there were about 15 yeah, of those around. monsters and they were being held back by the bullets which don't hurt them and Luke Luke was using Luke was doing ability. it eventually and so were the rest of the kids and so was Mitski from wherever she was and so was uh, uh Casper from being uh, in his coma state but but like originally it just it, by the time that those kids tuned in Those aliens should have already been able to kill everybody. By the time that we saw the explosion, they should have been able to tear down that entire town by the time that the kids were able to stop them with their mental powers. But how do you show mental powers via TV? All you see is like squinting kids faces and someone getting a nosebleed. It's kind of like 11 and stranger things. But at least with that, like you could tell that she was fighting something in this. It just feels so weak. Um, it, it doesn't come across it, like you see it every episode at this point, where where they're just like straining. Even and there's seeing so many it just close once. Ups. Even seen it just once. Yes, the close-ups. I, I will get to that in a moment. Because well, we'll I, get into I, our pros and cons, but we gotta explain what happens with Luke and the rest of them. Yeah. It's just that it seemed like even watching this once, it was so unintentionally funny with all of just the nonsense that they were throwing at the screen, hoping something would stick. Also, when the army finds Luke and they find this group that has been trying to kill them for so long, you'd think that they would have been like a little bit angrier. But instead, they immediately put Luke in charge. Luke walks through the town like he's the king of all men. And uh, and that's when Anisha's like, bring me there. I want to speak to my son. And they do. They bring her there. Um, and that's when the aliens show up. Everything goes down. You've got the portal. But it's unstable. They try to send a few uh, army dudes into there, and they immediately get blown they back. Were, uh, they also sent astronauts that showed up out of nowhere, right? Those uh, aren't those astronauts. Those are army dudes, and they got blown those, up. They just thrown backwards. They yeah. The part the portal looked like it was something that they found on the internet, downloaded, and then just put on the screen. It's like a jelly thing. It didn't look it didn't look realistic at all. I've had no problem with the sci fi looking thing. Like, I think that's where the budget went. I think it's even in the first season, there were some pretty cool looking things. I think if you take images out, you wouldn't be able to tell that the show is as bad as it is. Um, Mitsuki is having a real hard time keeping this portal open or whatever that she's doing, Mm -hmm. keeping it stable. She has to tell Maya, you know what? I'm throwing away all my humanity at this point. (laughs) (laughs) I'm getting rid of our (laughs) memories together, even though that's just been teased, but we've never really even seen them, I don't think, kiss. Um, And then she faints, but she's able to do whatever she needs to do. The portal is stable. Trev, who has just wandered in, um, (laughs) he's given the most important piece of the kryptonite. From um, one of the generals, that the thing shard, that will save them all, and he runs on into that into that portal goo, and uh, suddenly he's in that maze. Right. I have to. I do. Okay. Did we jump over so something. No, 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 no. So the last five minutes of this, when he's in the maze, I actually did like. The final ten I minutes. The, when Travante went in and then mitsky like fainted, and I, it, it, I, that was when they were like, "She's on the same frequency. She's online." The gibberish. Well, yeah, but <laughs> yeah. I, I I was talking more about when Travante was inside because that set actually looked like it was high budget. It looked like it was a video game. It was I a walking, cool glowing maze. Yes. And he was using the shard to sort of break it down because you could see, like, if that's the mind of the alien, then you've got those mental neurons, and he's like, that's able to kill it. Trevante meets with Casper in mm-hmm. there, but Casper is down on Earth still. Trevante, that's his actual body. Casper is just using some sort of projection. And so we know that he's his spirit is literally there. Yes, and he's also he like he's evil in some way, right? Because yeah. they talk, he, and then his like eyes turn a different. The assumption color by is the end. either Casper has been controlled all season, like since he came back from the dead, mm-hmm. and so that's why he hasn't remembered everything that Jamila has been talking about, and that their relationship f- was suffering for because of that. Um, but but it also could be that once Jamila said, "I'm not going in with you." that's when um, Casper was just like, you know what, I'm going to lose my humanity too. And then that's when the alien was allowed to take over. But clearly he's not the one completely in charge. I do think he has his essence part of him. Like, There's going to be a moment where Trevante is able to appeal to his better conscience and he'll wake up. But uh, but yeah, not really any answers because that's where it ends. <laughs> they just like look at the tower of where they need to go. And we don't know what that means. And then the show is, is done. I thought that when it cut to credits and they were playing Space Oddity, I I, I found it funny that they used the cover. They couldn't get the actual song. Oh, but no. It's because they played the actual song so many times. Wait, so you're saying that they've played the actual song Almost and then they, de- did, they decided to use the cover yes, to end the season. Because if you've heard it so many times... Then the, the covers the only the I'm saying way you should the go. gone the opposite way around. Use the cover, then use the actual no, song. No, you of to hear of cover of Space Oddity ha- f- about ten times? They use that as their gripping piece of music. Like, think of all the times Sons of Anarchy went to a sad song. Whenever they go to a sad song, it's always one song, and it's always that song. <laughs> because Mitski and Hinata love that song.
1: So okay quiet. so
0: that's the reason why they decided to use it <laughs> yes uh, okay it's clear that from the music and the way that this is shot the show is trying to be something emotional and gripping however this is a prime example that just because you have those ambitions it doesn't mean that's it's it's going to so work it's so vague it's so trite it's so pointless the only way that they fight their aliens is their mind and the only people who are able to do it end up in a coma in a vegetative state or taken over by the aliens themselves or hallucinating and paranoid stricken i think they even showed mitski looked like she was dead at yes. the end but she probably isn't but my point is like, like you have to spot. give if, if you you have to give the audience some means to root for someone you can't root for the movement you can't root because they're just dumb you can't root for the army because they're so they're incapable of doing anything right you can't root for the main characters because it doesn't seem like any of them know what's going on you you have to root for Casper but guess what casper isn't working for you anymore so like there's no one to really hone al- onto, you know? It no also one. just seemed amateur. We talked about the close-ups earlier. Miss M- Mitski and Maya. There was so many uh, shots of their face and Super then singular up. tears coming out of yeah, them. Well, yes, tears do come out in singles. Um, I, I, When they show like, okay, never mind. Uh, hour-long dramas, uh, it, we, there's always going to be that staring wistfully thing that yes. characters do, the pass the camera, but this has so much of that. It has looking people looking at each other and saying, what's happening? Literally, All the time every single scene are you doing this that, that's been asked that well the line that all I the remember time that being said from, yeah. was to lucas and i was like don't they know luke. how this is happening it right happens now? to luke it happens to casper people are constantly looking at each other and being like are you the one doing this am i the one doing this like they don't know and then you get the super close-ups but mostly the super close-ups are reserved for mitski They love to super close up on her eyeballs. Mm -hmm. I don't know why. No, that's that's what I was talking about earlier. And then it also seemed like Casper, I know that they gave him some scenes in this, but all the teens even, they really had no place in this finale. It didn't seem like they played really that an impactful of a story, except for Casper from the final five minutes. The, The interesting thing about the show, though, is it was never good to the point where... I was enjoying the fact that it was so bad too. So I do understand why people hate watch it. <laughs> it's not so bad that it's good. I'm not recommending it to anybody in, in that way. It's just more like people have made the assessment that this may be Apple's version of seeing, you know how with Marvel, uh, also called Invasion in a way, Secret Invasion, mm-hmm. uh, they used AI for the uh, intro. Yes. People are making the assumption that they made or they used AI for the, entire, uh, <laughs> for the entire script that uh, they use ChatGPT for the entire script or that this is an entire write off for Apple and that they're just looking for a way to make money. For a show called Invasion, especially yeah. a finale, it's the there second was, show called Invasion, there, there was, was very little aliens and there was very little actual invasion even going on. I mean, that's an argument that people have been making since the first episode. Um, it, yeah, the second show that's called Invasion, because there was one in 2005, 2006, starring William Fichner and Evan Peters, actually uh, had an, a 7.5 on ABC, got canceled after one season. They suspect part of the reason was because of the time slot it was in, um, it, because it was coming in after Lost. But if it's 2023 and you're facing, like you're looking at a show that came out so long ago, that's actually better than you. Like that's that's a problem. This is this I would say is probably the second worst Apple show after For All Mankind because I loved the first two seasons of that. It took such a dive. It's that's one of those instances of like how far you've fallen versus Red. this, where it's like you've always sort of been on the <laughs> same level. If I had to give the show some props, do you have any pros for this? Uh, I said the final five minutes. That's really all I have. <sighs> yeah, I would say that. Okay, I mean, seen two seasons worth of it. I, everybody agrees that the, um, the intro song is a banger. Everybody loves that intro. It was written by Max Richter, the composer. And when you listen to it, it sounds really cool. Um, and then I would, if I had to recommend one part of the show, I would say season one, episode six, it's kind of a ripoff of a quiet place, but it, I enjoyed that episode. Like not actually, every, not everybody does, but I, at that point thought, did this show finally find its own? Mm-hmm. And then it immediately ditched everything that it did in that episode. That was a survival <laughs> episode and it concentrated on one storyline and it did something completely different than what the rest of the series does. Um, although it is very dark. like it, 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 The lighting is very bad in that episode. 6.2 on IMDb 53 on Metacritic. 58% of uh, that is mixed. I tried my hardest to understand what was going on with this show, but by the time that they had people entering the portals and them being thrown up uh, 15 meters in the air and they were talking about Xylon Queens, it just seemed like they were coming so wait, up. Wait, Xylon like, Queens? Yeah, they. they didn't, don't you remember? The teens were talking about like something about Xylon Queens. Oh, you're talking about what, Monty and... Yes. This? So again, that's just Casper and his, yeah. I just, I I gave up on this show. I'm giving it a three out of 10. I agree with you. The true thing that I realized a long time ago is that nothing has happened to the point where if you gave me a Star Wars crawl that said aliens invaded Earth after much death and destruction, one US soldier and one special child that can mind meld with aliens make their way to a brainstem of the mothership. Here's where we are. Like, that's all we need to say to get us to this point. You, When I started watching season two, I was like, maybe I can just say skip the first season, jump right into this one. And that would have been really handy if season two was great, but it, it's not. So you can skip the first two seasons, maybe tune into season three, which is actually likely to happen. It doesn't seem like there's any, um, it, it seems like the show creator, uh, creators, Simon Kinberg and David Whale seem pre- prepped. David to Whale, go, where have I heard that name? Well, before? Solos. Okay. Uh the Twilight Zone, um Hunter the newer one, Hunter's Citadel. Citadel, okay, that's yes. right. Yeah. Um he did all this. So I'm not surprised that he was put in charge of this as well as Simon Kinberg, who wrote the screenplay for X-Men Future days of Future Past. Also, Jumper also wrote Dark Phoenix and Fantastic Four, the newer ones. So, like, he's had his ups and downs. Well, that makes more sense because Lucas's, uh, like, power reminded me of Xavier's from Logan. If you remember, like, Xavier would freak out a lot of the times and it would, like, stop time. And and that was kind of what Lucas's powers did have for Lucas. The mental powers are so. Like, if everybody has mental powers and no one has superpowers. It's really hard on... on I, I, I would not go into a project doing that. And so I don't know when given all the freedom that they had, why they chose to do it that way. Even if they only made it so that they had one special person. But instead, now you have a mix of like a ton of them. And I don't even think Mitski got her uh, abilities organically. I think that she got hers because of her connection with Hanada. Um, but, but it seems like Simon Kinberg and David Whale are so proud of themselves right now. They really, really like the show that they put together. <laughs> So I do find it funny that we're kind of trashing it. But um, but if they get another season, I mean, who cares? Yeah. I, I Usually I do give comparisons for a show like you did earlier, but I think that this isn't like a league of its own. Um, Since 8, definitely, because so many shows like to do that thing where it's like people exist in different countries and are connected somehow. Yes. That's exactly what this is. Somehow, these kids and Mitski and Trev, they all linked up in the end and it's fate. Destiny, whatever you want to call it, but it's going to work to help them kill the aliens. At first, I didn't know if the aliens were good or bad. It's pretty clear that they're not great for society. Yep. There's a fan theory going about that there's actually two sets of aliens out there right now, kind of like Expanse, where one is good and one is bad, and the one that we're dealing with... Yeah, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> so, <Sorry. laughs> you know, I, I was trying not to get too far into the lore with this review, but it's, it's really hard when the whole surface level thing is just so simple. It's just... These aliens have come onto earth and we're having really a real difficult time trying to kill them. <laughs> That's it. All right. Thanks for listening. We'll see you in the next episode. Hope you enjoyed this one. Bye. Bye.